And you're on the sport with Jack and Alex, Yarra Valley FM, 12 minutes to 6. Uh, great chat with Adam Kilchrist there. But now we're going to turn our attention to the world game and the Socceroos last night. Well, this early this morning, uh, had a, uh, a one-all draw with the Chinese. And to talk about that and the A-League and to preview the season ahead, we've got Channel 10's commentator, and that's Simon Hill. G'day, Simon. How are you guys? You all right? Yes, we're great, mate. Thank you for uh, taking your time to talk to us. Um, what were your thoughts on this morning's uh, one-all draw for the Socceroos? Yeah, look, it wasn't the best. Um, it's a frustrating uh, series of results that they've uh, unfortunately strung together. Uh, the loss against Japan, the draw against Saudi Arabia, and now being unable to get past Japan, uh, sorry, China, which uh, leaves us behind Japan in third place in the group, which uh, is a bit of a concern, to be honest, because uh, we've still got a couple of big games to come. We've got to go to Saudi Arabia. Japan have got to come here. Um, and it just makes, you know, all, all those games that they have to play uh, between now and the end of the qualifying section with so much more importance. That, that early advantage that we had with that, uh, you know, winning start, unfortunately, has, has been eroded. Um, China really is a team that Australia should have beaten. Uh, they didn't play to their, their best capabilities last night. Again, struggled to create chances. Um, and it's something that Graham Arnold really needs to uh, address before they reconvene in 2022. Simon, it's Alex here. Um, there's been a lot of talk around Graham Arnold and I guess his, his spot as the, the manager of this team. How do you sort of see uh, his coaching and how he's been playing this team recently? Well, look, you know, up until the last three games, he was flying. Um, but this can happen, particularly in international football. Uh, he has, in fairness, been hit by a couple of key absentees to this batch of games uh, no Aaron Moy no Tommy Rogic and they're two of Australia's uh, better players um, however well I think you can you know forgive the draw against Saudi Arabia to a certain extent because they're a very good side China are, 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 a, are a lower level and I think really that that's a result that will hugely frustrate Arnie and of course you know some of the knives are, are out for him today that, that's always going to be the case if you're going to be a football coach or a football manager, unfortunately, that just comes with the territory. If you don't win, then you get uh, put under pressure. And, you know, the pressure will really be on the next... I think the next two games are against Vietnam at home. And then I think they have to go to Oman. Now, if they don't win either of those two games, you know, the knives will really be out for Arnie. And uh, that's probably fair. Uh, that's just the way international football and club football goes, unfortunately. We're big fans of Melbourne City here, as I believe Jack told you, and uh, I've been left a little bit puzzled about the the sort of minutes that Jamie McLaren's been playing in this side. Um, Obviously didn't get on uh, against Saudi Arabia and only played limited minutes uh, against China. What do you make of of that, and do you think he should be getting more minutes when we have been struggling to convert these chances? I have to admit, I'm a little bit puzzled by that as well. Um, Jamie is such a a natural goal scorer and while it's true he, he hasn't played any football since actually the, the last time the Socceroos um, met up in June in the previous round of qualifiers uh, but that's a similar story with Matthew Leckie and with Andrew Naboot both of whom got uh, minutes now it may just be 
Uh, to be fair to Graham Arnold, that, that maybe Jamie is, is not quite in the same physical groove as, as Leckie. Um, but I, I have to say I'm a bit mystified, particularly when you go in searching for goals. Jamie, for me, is, is one of those that you think, yeah, you know, at least to come off the bench. I'm not saying that you need to start him because he's not played a lot of football, but uh, I, I was a bit surprised by that too, I have to admit. But Arnie's closer to the players than we are. He obviously sees him every day in training. Maybe he didn't see enough from Jamie. That's that's the only thing I can surmise from that. Yeah, no, it's fair enough. Um, City, I believe, I'm not sure if they're getting back in time uh, to to make it, but we saw a couple of the younger boys playing in the FFA Cup game, um, but there's uh, a man who I know has come in as well for City in terms of the import signing, uh, Simon in Pucciarelli, who's another option up in their attack end. Uh, how do you sort of see them lining up up front come Friday night? Because they've got options now. Well, they sure do. And, you know, to be fair, if uh, Leckie, McLaren, the boots are all available and, and you know, physically ready, it, it would be difficult to leave any of those three out, which is tough on Stefan Kolakowski and Marco Tilio, who I thought were excellent last season. And, and to be fair, that's been my question during the off-season. You know, it's, it's great that uh, City have brought back Matt Leckie. He's a quality player. Uh, still got plenty of years left in his career uh, to play out. Um, but it does beg the question as to where these younger kids are going to play. Now, you know, it's a long season. Obviously, there's FFA Cup games. There's uh, Champions League games to come as well for Melbourne City. So there will be opportunities. But, uh, yeah, look, if they're, if they're not right to start or even a feature on Friday, then I don't think City will lose too much because they've got so much depth in that area. I don't know too much about Pucciarelli. Um, only what Jamie McLaren told me on my radio show last week. Uh, and by all accounts, he's, you know, he's, a, he's a very good player. So uh, you look at his CV, he's played at a decent level. I think he's played for Chievo and Empoli in, uh, in the Serie A in Italy. You're not a poor player if you play at that level. So, you know, the, the, the proof will be whether he can adapt to uh, a different style of football, different tree, different weather. Uh, harder pitches, travel, all those sorts of things. But um, City looked good to me. You know, their, their squad is very similar to last season. I think only Craig Noon, Ben Garuccio, Adrian Luna have left. Um, and obviously they've added a couple, as we've mentioned already, Lackey and Pucciarelli. So uh, City, had, uh, to be honest, start my pre-season favourites to go back-to-back. Well, that's exciting. That's going to please our audience there, Simon. Uh, so, you, you, will they beat the roar on Friday night in your eyes? In your thoughts? Well, they've got home advantage. Yep. Um, there, there's no reason why they shouldn't. Uh, mm. Again, they'll start strong favourites. Uh, roar have been pretty good, to be fair, in pre-season from what I've seen of them. I've watched a couple of their FFA Cup games, albeit against you know MPL opposition against the Lions and Peninsula Power, and they won both games fairly convincingly the, the, the question mark against Brisbane Raw and this has been the same for them for the last couple of seasons really who's going to be the, the 15 goal of season man up top and now it may well be that it's Juan Lascano who comes with you know a very good pedigree even though he's not prolific in front of goal Cyrus Demi who scored a hat-trick in the FFA Cup looked very very sharp but again with the caveat that it's against you know semi-pro opposition um, Raw will be competitive there's no doubt about that. They're a good side, but uh, 
Yeah, I, I think City, all things being equal, mate, they should get the three points on Friday. Yeah, Demi looking very nice so far, Simon. Uh, I guess Brisbane and Adelaide, probably the two teams that I've seen uh, most on opposite ends of the table in some pre-season predictions. What do you think's making people so, I guess, uh, so inconsistent on what these two teams might be doing this year? Well, I mean, to be honest, I think with the exceptions of, of City and maybe Sydney, you can, you can say the same for all the teams in the A-League because we're at the point of the year when we literally just do not know. Um, the A-League rosters change so drastically from one season to another. It's difficult to, you know, find any sort of pattern um, and say, yeah, OK, they'll be strong or no, they won't. I mean, I remember looking at Melbourne Victory's list last season and, you know, Rudy just there and Jacob Butterfield, Callum McManaman, good players from overseas thinking, yeah, they'll have a good season. They had Rojas, they had Cruz, and they were awful. You know, they won the wooden spoon. So you, you just you just don't know until they get on the pitch. And, you know, we have little glimpses during the FFA Cup, but again, often that's against NPL opposition, which, you know, it's difficult to make a... Uh, a, a qualified judgment I've watched Adelaide and we talked about Brisbane but I've watched Adelaide on a couple of occasions I called their game against Florian Athena in the cup and they were you know they were uh, useful but nothing nothing special um, again I think similar to Brisbane the, the question for Adelaide is who's going to get the goals um, if not Craig Goodwin and, and Goodwin's uh, been on fit in pre-season uh, is, is it going to drop on the shoulders of Mohamed Torre or Kusini Yangi or George Blackwoods um, they've had uh, you know a recalibration in defence Ryan Strain has gone uh, Jordan Elsie has gone Michael Morone's retired uh, so that's a lot of experience they've lost but you know who knows Isaias is back uh, that's a big plus for them Halloran's still there it, it, it's so difficult to, to make a prediction. I, I, I actually think Adelaide will be top six, um, or, or thereabouts anyway. Um, I certainly don't think they'll be bottom two or bottom three. Yeah. Well, it's going to be very exciting, Simon. It all kick, uh, kicks off on Friday night um, at Melbourne City taking on the Brisbane Raw, as we mentioned. But, um, yeah, the unpredictability makes it much more much more exciting. But, uh, look, thank you so much for your time. I don't know where you're pressed for time, but uh, it's great to get your thoughts on um, a few things. Pleasure, guys. Nice talking to you. Have a great week. <laughs> you Cheers, too. Simon. There we go. Simon Hill there from Channel 10 uh, so, uh, Football and the World Game is um, what, what he doesn't know about it isn't <laughs> worth knowing.